It is Saturday, February 23rd, 2019, and this is the inaugural episode of the 309 Baseball Podcast. Uh, it's a pretty cold and miserable day here in Illinois. Um, I'm going to go over a few quick notes and not really dive too deep into any kind of analysis. Uh, this is really just a placeholder type of episode uh, so that I can get my podcast account created and at least have some point of reference for everything. Um, in the next couple weeks, though, I'll be adding some imagery, like some intro and outro music, uh, some segments and guests and whatnot. Uh, things will be a little more structured, but for now, we're just going to go over a few topics. The uh, the St. Louis Cardinals rotation has a little bit of uncertainty this year. Um, they do have a lot of depth pieces, and they're, they probably have seven or eight guys that could potentially be Major League serviceable starters, but... Uh, with the health question marks of guys like Alex Reyes, Carlos Martinez, Michael Waka, and Adam Wainwright, there's really a lot of uncertainty that going on there. Uh, Flaherty and Michaelis did have great seasons last year, but that's really it. Uh, they're really not proven over a long term as being you know, durable and reliable on the major league level. So just a couple things to keep an eye on there. And uh, the Cardinals also did recently, quote-unquote, extend Jose Ramirez for two years, which I'm not sure entirely what that means, but I guess he'll, I guess he'll have more uh, job security uh, to where they can't just DFA him without, or release him without paying him. And it's also kind of sending a message to anybody that wants to make a trade for him uh, that they're not really going to get rid of him for free. Uh, he's pretty decent offensive-wise, but he's god-awful in the field, so, you know, people have suspected that they'll make a trade to an American League team at some point where he can DH and not really have to play in the field where he's completely exposed. Um, keeping in line with the Cardinals, though, Tyler O'Neill hit 26 home runs last year in 64 AAA games, and that's just absolutely crazy. That's like Barry Bonds in his prime numbers, um, but, you know, he still, he still has to prove himself at the major league level, uh, but, you know, not having an, an everyday job could also affect this production with Ozuna, Bader, and Fowler most likely getting, you know, the lion's share of the outfield starts, barring an injury or another god-awful Dexter Fowler year. Um, but he's pay, he's being paid too much. I would imagine that the, the cards will probably give him every chance that he has to prove himself. Um, in keeping with some central notes, uh, we'll talk about the Irvin Santana minor league deal with the White Sox. Uh, it's a pretty good depth move uh, with the Pretty, you know, a, a proven veteran with a decent track record anyway. Um, it kind of sucks on his part that he has to accept a minor league deal. Um, he's had a pretty pretty decent run the last couple seasons, but apparently his underlying metrics are not flattering a lot of GMs. And yeah, I personally expect him to make the rotation, though they don't have a lot of pieces coming out of there. Um, they do have a couple uh, decent starters, but, you know, a lot of unprovens and a lot of question marks in the, uh, in the White Sox starting five. So be interesting to keep an eye on that. Irvin Santana, decent, decent, uh, pick up there for some depth with the White Sox. In staying with the central, we'll talk about, uh, Marwin Gonzalez just signed a two year, 20, $21 million deal with the twins. Uh, he had a great second half last year after getting off to a really slow start. Um, historically, he has pretty good offensive production. He's a switch hitter. Uh, he's pretty versatile defensively. Uh, the Twins could be interesting this year, especially in that division. Uh, Cleveland's not exactly the force that they used to be, at least not on paper. Uh, the Sox have a lot to prove still, and Casey and Detroit are rebuilding. So, you know, look for the Twins to make a run at it. They're not that bad. Um, 
and they have some up-and-comers too so something to keep an eye on um, obviously the Machado signing has been making a lot of headlines it looks like the Padres are gonna build on their number one farm system and uh, I wouldn't be too surprised if they throw out a few of those highly touted farm pieces and get some more controllable reliable MLB quality pieces in the near future um, they're probably not gonna trade anybody like Fernando Tatis jr. or anything like that crazy but um, I would expect them to make some moves uh, to get to you know bolster their bullpen and lineup on the MLB level for the next few years to come so, so definitely something to keep keep an eye on there in staying in line with the NL West uh, it was reported I think yesterday that Clayton Kershaw was shut down um, indefinitely uh, Dave Roberts is calling it a quote arm kind of thing which is a little bit weird but um, they're not really given a lot of specifics there it's obviously bad news for the Dodgers because uh, they just extended him for three more years and about a hundred million dollars um, you could look for them to add some rotational depth by a trade or a signing a uh, guy like Keichel still out there but they already have a lot of left-handed pitching I, I would be a little bit surprised to see them make a play for a guy like that um, but that's definitely another thing to keep an eye on the health of Clayton Kershaw I mean he's obviously a generational pitcher so it's definitely bad news for the Dodgers, but who knows how serious it is. They haven't really released any info, at least as of yet. Another thing that happened out west yesterday was uh, that Bryce Harper met with the Phillies owner, uh, John Middleton, in Las Vegas. And uh, it's it's suspected that he met, he met with uh, his agent, Scott Boris. And, you know, that's just typical Boris stuff. He doesn't even talk to the GMs most of the time. He just goes straight to the owner, um, at least for the major big gigantic contracts um, and another note on that is that the Nationals owner uh, Lerner has re recently stated that quote there's nothing that's really changed on our end we've moved on and as I said we had to there was no way we could wait around Bryce I'm sure will make his decision hopefully in the next few days but we filled out our roster and we wish him nothing but the best words like that pretty much say we have you know we've done all we could to try to make him an, an offer that he could take and uh, you know that 300 million 10-year deal wasn't enough so they just basically gave up and um, you know I can't really blame them uh, for the amount of production that you're getting out of you know your rookies coming up for 500,000 or whatever the minimum is this year I mean why would you pay Bryce Harper 60 times that amount to maybe not even do that well who knows so just a little bit of uh, interesting notes the Phillies are definitely the favorites at this point it's just how much are they going to go over what Machado made? Because you know Boris is going to do all he can to to try to have the biggest free agent contract in, in MLB history. So, something to keep an eye on. And the last note that I have for today is that Jed Lowry went into Mets camp Friday after an MRI, and the official diagnosis is a capsule strain in his left knee. Uh, he could be out of the lineup moving into opening day. And that is definitely not good news for the Mets, who have dealt with injuries with Cespedes and Frazier last year. Um, and they just signed Wilson Ramos. He's had some health concerns recently. Um, they're definitely going to use Jeff McNeil in a more versatile role, though, so they should be pretty covered. Uh, Robbie Cano is still healthy. Um, you know, they still, I think they have enough, enough depth, but that's not good news, though, because they just signed him to a two-year contract, and it's not really a good way to start off the contract. Um, that's all I really have today. Um, again, I didn't want to really dive too deep into things. Uh, thanks for listening. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at 309 underscore baseball. 
Until next time, like my gramps always said, keep your nose clean.